Hi, it's Destiny. Welcome back. Today we're going to read Wellington's Rainy Day. It's by Carolyn Beck and Brooke Kerrigan. Wellington Wallaby Withers was most disgruntled. Curled in his basket by the hearth, he groaned. Fire's out. Master Horace can't bake my back. Master Horace was asleep in his chair. Shoo! The maddening smell of freshly made meatloaf hung about the house. But my bowl, Wellington said, is empty. And oh, how his nose smarted. Honey, that sour sneak of a cat had swatted him again. Worst of all, his afternoon walk would be in the rain. Wellington sighed. He placed his chin upon the edge of his basket. A good knuckle bone would cheer things up. The clock clucked. The the rain splattered against the window. A fly lazily buzzed by. It circled Master Horace's head twice, then landed on Wellington's nose. Outrageous, Wellington thought. The fly looked at Wellington and washed its hands. Wellington lifted his chin. Woof! Off the fly flew. Wellington blinked. Woof! Wellington stretched and looked around. Honey was nowhere to be seen. Click, click, click. Wellington waddled across the floor to the bathroom. He lifted his paws to the rim of the toilet and pondered at his droopy face reflection in the water. He took a tentative lap. Slip, slip. He paused. Slop, slop, slop. Wellington slurped a long, cool drink. Woof! Shoo! Clickety-click-click, Wellington headed to the kitchen, his heart a trot. On the table sat a meatloaf. Wellington's knees went soft, his spit went thick, his ruff went up. Woof! Shoo! Wellington jumped. He jumped and jumped until his snout touched the pan. It inched forward just a teeny weeny bit. He jumped and jumped and jumped. He inched and inched and inched the pan to the edge. Nudge. It clattered to the floor. Shoo! Wellington gobbled. Wellington swabbled. Wellington ate and ate. He ate every last gorgeous. Every last gorgeous, every last gorgeous bite. Then he lick, lick, licked the pan for the memory, the marvelous memory of mm-mm meatloaf. When he was finished, Wellington looked about. Where could he bury that empty pan? There was only one place to dig inside the house. Wellington burrowed into Honey's litter box. In went the pan. Quickly, he covered it with litter. Voila! Evidence gone. Burp. Shoo! What to do next? In an instant, 
Wellington's nose found the garbage bin. He pressed his snout against the lid. Woof! In he dove. In, in, in. Oozy chunks of chili dog, a spludge of chicken supreme, a muckety-guckety casserole, a carton of soured cream. The garbage was a poem. <laughs> Woof! A juicy swamp of sauerkraut, a greenish curd of cheese. Woof, woof! A slimy slice of pickled trout, a pile of seepy peas. Wellington gulped and gobbled and guzzled. He slobbered and slopped and slurped. The only sound in the kitchen was the yickety-yick of the feast in his chops and the purry moans of his throat. In the parlor, just the... Wellington ate until his tummy was so tight that he thought that it might burst. He then ate some more, and he ate until there was nothing left but the butter foil. Ah, the butter foil, he moaned. Wellie said, said a cold, sour voice. Wellington's tongue, tongue stopped mid-lick. You are in trouble, honey hissed. Her tail switched delightedly. Wellington's tummy gurgled. Trouble, trouble, honey said. Look at you. Wellington caught a glimpse of himself in the oven door. His chest was caked. His snout was sodden. He licked his whiskers. I am going to tell, honey said. The master will yell. Wellie into the bath. Wellington's ears flapped flat. His stomach gurgled louder. Oh, not the bath, honey said. Soapy, soapy, wet, wet. Scrub, welly, welly, rub-a-dub-dub. Wellington burped a big, juicy bubble of pickled trout. You will smell like poo, welly. Shampoo. Wellington burped. He burped. He burped. Bath, honey hissed for the last time. Wellington heaved. Wellington hurled. He upchucked. He barfed. He spewed. Meatloaf with gravy, chili and cheese, pineapple pickles, potatoes and peas, tatters of toast, slices of rye, beans and beets, and blueberry pie. He painted the walls and coated the counters. He hosed down the ceiling and flooded the floor. He sprayed the windows, the tables, the chairs, the fridge, the stove, and honey, too. The kitchen was in darkness. Wellington couldn't see a thing, but he could smell a lot. All of those lovely scraps, the hunks and chunks, the curds and clavers splattered all about. And... He was empty again, so he started licking. Eyes closed, tail wagging. While he was at it, he licked Honey, too, who for once was speechless. Soon the kitchen was gleaming, except for a few spots on the ceiling and the backs of the counters. Brrrp, Wellington was full again, and it felt good. Wellie! Wellington froze. Master was snoring, no more, no more. Wellie, Master Horace shuffled into the kitchen, ruffled and blurry-eyed. Wellington glanced toward the table. Come on, chap. Master Horace jingled Wellington's leash. You're overdue for a walk. 
Let's get your Mac and Willies. Wellington sagged with relief. Master Horace had forgotten all about the meatloaf. Out they ventured into the gray afternoon. Wellington, his master at his side, nuzzled and nosed through the brew of wet smells, dampish musks and rotty seeps, guttery stenches and ditchy reeks. What a day, thought Wellington. What a glorious day. Wellie, Master Horace gave him a pat. You're such a good egg. Wellington wagged his tail. When we get back, Master continued, I'll strike up the fire and give you a special treat. A snake of apprehension rifled down Wellington's ruff. Did Master mean the meatloaf? Wellington's trot slowed to a crawl. He lingered at the trunk of the brown's oak. Fluffy had been by today. And Pitow. It's time to go home, Willie. Home, where the meatloaf wasn't. You can bake your back and chew on a bone I bought today. Wellington's ears perked up. A bone? Not the meatloaf. Woof! Home they went. Master pushed open the front door. Wellington, one step step ahead, stopped dead in his track. Every hair on his body sprang up on the end. On the hall rug sat Honey, snug inside the meatloaf pan. Tell a twitch, rough a fluff. Wellington slunk back behind Master's leg. My meatloaf! Master's eyebrows scrunched into a puzzled scowl. Honey puffed a triumph. Wellington slipped to the floor. I am a wretch, he thought, a worthless cur. I've caused the worst thing ever, my master's hunger, and for this I must be punished. Honey, master said, you thief, you pig, you ate my supper. Wellington blinked. Come, Wellie, master marched towards the kitchen. Let's get that bone. I should feel awful, Wellington thought as he followed Master, but then he remembered all the suppers that he missed because of Honey's trickery. I don't feel awful, Wellington realized as he passed Honey. I feel... He noticed a smudge of peas on her head. Awesome. Woof, woof, slurp. He licked up the peas, then he whispered words that he knew he would never, ever whisper again. You're yummy, Honey. He leapt away as Honey swiped at his nose. The rain splattered against the window. Snug in his basket by the hearth, paws on his bone, Wellington sighed. Hmm, he said. Hmm, hmm, hmm. The end. I hope that you enjoyed this story and that you come back for more stories in the future. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. Again, beloved children's books at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon.